Welcome everybody to another episode of Driven Minds. This is your host Franz Bowen. This is Travis Weeks. Um, just want to welcome everybody to Driven Minds. We have our great guest by the name of Desi Desi Nitty here. Um, yeah. So yeah. What's up, guys? Definitely, Desi. I, I first heard about Desi actually um, through social media. It's always social media, right? So I'm seeing this this person, this girl out here, just out here, just killing shit working with different brands and marketing and social media. And I'm like, yo, who is this person? So it was like a little while ago. I, I think I, I think I studied your DMs. <laughs> I'm just like, what's up? You know what I mean? We should meet up for coffee. I, I'm inspired by <laughs> what you do. It looks dope. I feel like we have, you know, we have similar interests when it comes to this grind. And she's like, sure. So long story short, um, we finally got a chat. I think I ran into you randomly at what festival? Like 45. Was oh, it was, yo, y'all, I was yeah. done. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good night. Yeah, <laughs> that was a little good time. Yeah, but yeah, I ran into her, and then, you know, um, she was just cool as hell, and uh, we invited her to the podcast, and she was gracious enough, gracious enough to do to do it. So let's, um, I just want to introduce Desi to you guys, and she's going to you know, tell you more about, about what she does and, you know, what, what, where she's at right now. Right. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? <laughs> yeah, I normally don't do stuff like this. That's why I'm like, I'm not even nervous because I'm talking to a ball right now. <laughs> that, that ball is our mic. Oh my you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Blue Microphones. Right. But, uh, All right, so a little about me. Um, pretty much how I got into the industry. I was working since I was 19. I was hustling on the street, selling mm. hats and hoodies for a brand called Royal Addiction. Royal Addiction got taken over by Jamie Hector, which he played on The Wire. So mm. I worked with his brand a while. That's how I knew everybody on that whole cast from The Wire. Um, Tristan, shout out to Tristan. Okay. My little mommy. His sister's actually like one of my closest friends. Oh, wow. Um, so from there on, um, I've just been doing industry, like more of the fashion stuff, urban fashion back in the day. So just learning on how to navigate the system while like going to school on some real shit. Like, right. Because they don't teach you this in school. They just teach you what's in the books, but they don't teach you how to hustle and how to make your money. So um, pretty much how I figured it out was like traveling and learning from the OGs, so the higher ups in the industry. So I took a break after that. I took a break for a little bit, um, got a regular job, working nine to five, worked for Sprint. Side note, I almost became an officer. Wow. NYPD officer. For real? Yeah. I can kind of see yeah. that a little bit. I don't I know why. I, I definitely can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here pulling up on yeah. you. Like, Yo. I almost became a cop. Um, I was three months into training, and then I just dropped out. Mm. Yeah, because I just felt like it wasn't for me, and I was gotcha. just doing it for my family. Like, right. everybody, my family cops. Gotcha. But that wasn't me. Like, my thing was, like, fashion, music. Oh, I gotta get this. Right, right. Figure it out. So I met my mentor till this day. His name is Mel Testamar. Oh yeah, you have quite the Cinderella story. I read this yeah, um, earlier this week. So definitely honed in on that story because this isn't something that like everybody dreams of. Right. But it happened to you. So I yeah. definitely walk us through that slow. Right. Tell us about that oh, experience. Man. Okay, so I met Mel. I was he came into my store. I was working at, at Sprint on a 42nd. So I was like handling his phone. I was talking about the industry and how blah, blah, this and that. And then I'm like talking about fashion. He was like, you know what? Come with me to this party. And I'm like, I don't know you. Like, I don't know you. Like, why should I go with you to the party, you know? 
So then he was like, just meet me here. And I was like, all right, cool. It was a location in Brooklyn, right? I had no clue. I got dressed up for what? Hmm. I got dressed up, so I got there. It was like in North Fourth and I want to say Kent. You go into this mm. building, right? In Williamsburg. I go into this building. I go upstairs. I'm like, okay. Was it a nice building? It was a nice building. It was a brand new building. Oh, okay. It was a rooftop. So I go in. Then I walk all the way in and I see. I turn around. I see. Oh, shit. Hold on. It was Swiss Beats. That's crazy. It was Alicia Keys. It was Jay. It was Beyonce. Latifa. Yeah, this is a private, small private party. It was Swiss Beats' birthday. So I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna make my way to the bathroom. I go into the bathroom. I don't know if you heard this one. So I'm like using the stall, and then someone next to me is like, hey, is there toilet paper there? And I was like, yeah. I gave the person the toilet paper. I got out. The person next to me in that room was Alicia Keys in that toilet. I passed Alicia Keys toilet paper. Yo, yes, <laughs> that was like Yo, the best you, thing. That's the other hand to hand. Like he basically showed me, he got me back into the industry. So he just saw something. Yeah, because it's just like, yo, I had the knowledge, and it was like trying to figure out, like, yo, I just needed someone to give me a chance, and that's what it's all about. Like people respect you, they, you know, they give you the chance, they start figuring you out, and you're not wanting anything, you just want to learn. They will give you that chance. So that was a great like message. That was yeah. yo, that was like the party, and I was like. I gotta do this again. <laughs> How I'm gonna do this? So I started making my way back and just going to a lot of events, linking with a lot of people, getting to know people, and not like, and just also trying to figure out who's bullshitting and who's not. You know right, what I'm saying? Because right. you get a lot of those, and just learning. My 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 key thing is learn, learn before you speak. Just learn because that's everything. You learn everything from watching people. And observing, like that's that will always be your main thing. Um, yeah, but it's, it's even taken back. What was the like the was it a event, a concert, or what was the thing that made you like? I, I love this culture. I gotta be part of this industry in some way. Oh, um, I'm a fashion. big Aaliyah fan. Growing up as a kid, anything with music back in the day, in the nineties, I always God. wanted to be in the videos. Like hmm. I don't care how crazy the videos were. Every time a video, Janet Jackson video, um, with the drummers like, yeah, like it's crazy. Like um, I learned how to dance by watching like videos. I didn't take a dance class in my life until I turned like nineteen. I used to dance at Steps on Broadway. Oh, wow. mm. Yeah, so I'm straight up hip hop dancer. That's Broadway, I like seventy. Seventy four. Yeah, by yeah. the fairway. Uh-huh. Yeah, that used to be my dance studio. Dope. Yeah, so it's like key things nobody know about me, but. Yeah. What kind of dance did you do? Like jazz, modern? Hip hop. Okay. Yeah, okay. Mm. And locking and gliding and all that. pumping. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I, I still got it though. Okay. Right? I still got it. I don't want no smoke. I'm just... Nah, I mean, if, if, I had to go against, if I had to go against someone, it would probably be Chris Brown. Mm. I, I still got it. Like, oh, like, word. Yeah. You got it like oh, that from Chris Breezy? Yeah. You I might mean, be a little bit in trouble right now. You can't. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. I mean, <laughs> yo, technically, I wasn't. Yeah, you know what? He shouldn't have her there, but it was like some dumb shit. He could have avoided it. Yeah, I mean, this is the best for that. Yeah, yo, he's like actually one of my favorite artists. On a side note, as far as talented. music, yeah, 
as an artist himself, as right, a right. like drawing and shit. He's dope. Yeah, which is him, crazy. Swiss, they they like made, Swiss do the drawing too. Yeah, oh, he's uh, sick. Like he designs his own cars. Like yeah, I've seen that. Like, mm. Lowest shit. shit. Yeah, yeah, like I appreciate dudes like that. You know. So it was Aaliyah that got you. Yeah, she got me motivated into like y'all want to be in this in this shit. Like I want to learn. Like not even singing or dancing. I just want to be behind the scenes. You know, I want to be the creator of all these people's ideas and just bring it to life. Right. You know, and I want to build and make them happy. You know what I'm saying? And I could be like, yeah, that's my work. Like I deal with that whole situation with Ti. Gotcha. That's my work. Like, and it's just, you can say that's your work, but are you going to get the recognition for it? Mm-hmm. Maybe not, but that's still my shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, the whole 90s situation that always had me wanting to be a part of music. From, like, kids seeing it, like, in my elementary school to junior high school, I used to, like, take part of pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. From, like, the shows, giving directions, like, that was all me. Yeah, that's so, flat. Yeah. So now that you've, um, so you had a, a previous experience pre-sprint um, dealing with like merchandising and marketing, mm-hmm. then you take the nine to five and then you have the chance meeting. Yeah. So talk to us about how you parlay that relationship to where you are oh, currently. Yeah. So I built to the point that I had Sprint fire me. Get that unemployment. Yeah, I got yeah. that unemployment. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be crazy. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Don't be crazy. Don't be crazy. At least be there for six months to a year. Keys. Get that little check yeah. just so you can grind out. Exactly. Just so you can get those other checks. Because your time is so valuable. Exactly. So. You know, you got to put in your all. You can't just be there just bullshit like, I'm going to wake up, what am I going to do next? No, you just have to have a plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have a plan, that shit is going to fall. Exactly. And then you're going to be stressed out because it's been done to me. Like, I, there was days I cried. Like, I was like, shit, how am I going to do this? But I never mm-hmm. let that get in my way because this is my passion. Um, I mean, I mean, what what else can I say? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is, the, this is what I love. Like, so from there, from letting Sprint letting me go, I just started linking with everybody and started making calls like, hey, I don't have a job. Um, what kind of job do you have for me? Pretty much. I was like, I need it. <laughs> How much you paying? <laughs> okay. All right. I could book this freelance gig. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. See you tomorrow. <laughs> So that's how it was for me. Like, I was just booking gigs. Right, right. right. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to build these projects and take the money. And pay my bills. So what do you do about marketing? Like, how did you, what is your process of, like, you know, when you're working with a brand or or working with an artist? What is your process of, like, um, trying to help them market their their work, their stuff? See, with me, see, I like to, like, I would like, like, I like to get to know them, like, personally, like, figure out what they like. Because you can put a plan together and they might hate it. You know what I'm saying? But if you put a plan together and they like it, then I'll shoot for it. You know what I'm saying? So I would say plan it out, get to know them. Think think of something out the box not everybody else is doing because everybody's doing the same shit. So you just want to think like, yo, I can do this. Let me put this together with this and and it will come out good. Like, you know, not you hope. You always got to think it will. Um, yeah, I, I I definitely had an experience like that previously where I was working with um, doing like a, 
uh, digital media for a, a, a private um, digital fabrication company. Right. And that was kind of the rub is that, you know, I would constantly go to them like, they're like, you know, we want you to put together a campaign and it's cool, but it's, what are your goals? Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm the hammer, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you point me in the right direction, I'll get the nail down, but first you kind of have to know what you're building, Right. period, what do you want to attack? So sometimes I feel like, you know, you'd be lost in translation right. with, with, you know, trying to kind of figure out where your talent and their goals meet. Yeah, that's why I say you have to get to, get to know them. Because if you don't, then it's like you're doing this shit for nothing. Exactly. Like, if they have no clue on how they're going to build it, then right. you're not going to even finish it. Right. You could so, figure out their likes too, yeah. their likes and dislikes, and you know the energy they're trying to bring to the project. Right. There's there's some people that would just be like, well, figure it out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll figure it out. It'll still come out good. But it's just always having those key notes and knowing how this person is gonna if they don't like it. Right. Right. But yeah, I mean, sometimes I'm just like, yeah, I'm crazy, so I like to do crazy shit, so I'm gonna figure this shit out. Right. That's Ooh, I didn't like, want to like. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just saying in general. Like, I like to create shit that's fun. Like, yeah. I can sit there and present something and be like, "Yo, let's do this." Well, no, you're not gonna do that. And then a week later, y'all fucking doing it. Like, y'all just play me. Y'all, y'all just play me. That happens a lot. Yeah, I'm like y'all just, and I, and I get so upset, and so I was like, let me just let me just move away from this shit because y'all taking my idea, but y'all not gonna pay me for it. Exactly. Y'all just gonna look twist to it. But yeah, at the end of the day, we already know that's my shit. I've, I've heard a lot and spoken to a lot of the marketing professionals too that, you know, especially urban marketing professionals who say they, their ideas have been, you know, taken advantage yeah. of and they haven't gotten the full credit. How do you deal with stuff like that? Because yeah. you're always going to have to do I, can, I can give you, I can give you like half the shit the source did. Like, they, they're doing now was pretty much my idea. Like, creating platforms that they didn't have before and they just hired someone else that can actually assist them because she has a name in the industry. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that's really, that doesn't make a difference to me because your company's still in the same position it was a year ago, a year before that, and a year before that. Right. So I was a great asset, but you pretty much let me go because you couldn't manage me. You know what I'm saying? So. Where do you want your brand to, um, to affect as far as like events, um, fashion, uh, media? Where do you see your brand? holding the most value. I know you can do all of it. Yeah. Um, where do you see, what, what, pretty much, in what area puts you in your element where you feel like, okay, I can fly, I can make things happen, I can really bring some dope ideas to life? Um, to be honest, I know I do fashion now, but music. Really? Music. Music and TV. Um, really? Okay. Just because there's shit that is not out and people don't think about it. Like, some of the shit is there. You just gotta know how to connect it. But music and um, TV. To be honest, it's like I got this new kid that I'm gonna start working with. Um, I knew him since he was a kid, like baby. He's like, y'all, he's trying to put some music out there. It's just that he doesn't have the right team. And mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I'm gonna get back on my freelance shit. I'm gonna start taking on some new projects. Right. So you just gotta give me your list of what you wanna do mm-hmm. and your goals because I wanna help you get to your goals. Right. right. So it's just trying to figure out, yo, like, yo, does. You know, that does he, yo, that is, um, <laughs> yo, I, I just need help. Like, if you need help, I'm going to try to help you the best way I can. Right. 
Right. And it's, this is not like, yo, my dude, you got to pay me. Nah, this is like some family shit. Mm. Because at the end of the day, I just want my people to succeed. Absolutely. So what, what was your, uh, I guess, in your in your career span, what's been the um, your the campaign that you're most proud of? Oh, man. Today. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Um, before I started working with um, RP55, the best project I worked on was the Books of Kings. So pretty much that was like the book. Like, I would have to show you this book because this book is dope. It's pretty mm-hmm. much with everybody in it and and it's like their bios and what they did previously. And everybody who, like everybody, musicians, musicians artists, like a lot of artists. Is that what that went for? Oh, no. Was that what for cool? Yeah. Gotcha. So I worked on that project. I thought that was so fire, by the way. Yeah. I had some tie Yeah, had... that because we all had to write on this canvas. Mm-hmm. Everybody write their name. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. Who deserved to be in the room? Yeah. Oh, wow. So it was. It was like one of those good, like dope and fun campaigns. And I wish they can go back to that because that was like a great time for them oh, as yeah. well too. Because you're bringing the culture together in all aspects: music, fashion, exactly. art. Mm, so, so, so it's like an encyclopedia of yeah. tastemakers, artists. Um, okay, that's fine. Which is dope. Which is, I think Swiss is doing that right now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. So it's just bringing that's all that. That's why I have Swiss Alley too. Yeah. So, especially with um, the last event you did. Yep, so. Which is fly. Because like, our culture is notorious for like not having um, you know, proper records right. kept. Right. You know? And a lot gets lost in translation. So I, I'm excited to see. Well, I would like to see that Book of Kings and also... Like, yeah, I think I can get you one. I can, I can actually bring one. I can, if you meet me tomorrow on some real shit, I can probably pull one out of the closet. Oh, mm. And I can probably give you both a copy. Because it's like, yo, it's a dope project that my mentor got me on. It was like, pretty much every project that he worked on, I worked on side by side with him. I think that's so dope that he just saw you and just saw something in you. Like, yeah. Just from the conversation, and really realized that you was girl. What she was wearing that day? It says Sprint on the side. You sure you have like no Jordans on there? You know what I'm saying? Nah, man, Sprint. Had the Mark Jacobs popping. Nah. <laughs> even, if you, even if you did, like he was in fashion, so he probably would have. He was like, yo, it's just having the knowledge and seeing shit that people don't see. And right. it's like, yo, my dude, like, I'm creative as fuck. I'm just trying to put it together. Did you know who he was, or this was just like a... Nah, it was just a regular conversation trying to get him to upgrade to his phone. Pretty much upgrade his phone so I can get that commission. Yo, <laughs> and get, get those accessories, my brother. Like, you need it for your phone. Exactly. But we had a long-ass conversation. And then he came back. He was like, yo, I'm going to trust you with all my contacts. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. I went through all his contacts. I was like... Yo, look at all this contacts. Look who's in the phone. Who are we talking about? Home. Home. Who's home? Jerome. You start seeing what? Start noticing everybody's like, okay, well, should I use this number later on? (laughs) But I never did that, so I never took any of the contacts from his phone. I always used to ask him, like, yo, I need this contact. He used to give it to me. So, you know, you got to earn it. So, what else? That's funny. What you just said was so interesting to me, too. It was like, how you're not afraid to ask. You know what I mean? And a lot of people, they get in a position where they're around people with power that can do things for them, but they're afraid to, you know, put themselves out there to ask to be like, yo, I need this done for a project. And like, what, what, how do you have that confidence? Or why, is, or why even that, is, why, 
Is that even important that you should be in the moment? You need to ask everybody. Like, it depends on who you're working with. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's important to ask. If you don't ask, you're not going to get shit done. <laughs> so, make sure you ask. Like, it doesn't hurt. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if you have that rapport with that person, or if you don't, and you just need something done, like, yo, I need this. Because, like, can you make it happen? Oh, yeah. I I got you. What you need? You just have to ask. Like, people ask me for shit all the time, and I still give it to them. You know what I'm saying? I might take my time, but I'll still send you the email you need. Right. I'm not afraid to give up a contact. You know what I'm saying? Sure, you know, I always let the contact know, like, yo, I got someone that's interested in doing something. Can you please look out for them? I did too many favors for people. Now it's time for people to return the fan favors. Gotcha. Did you um? Did you have a college background? I went to school. I didn't. I didn't graduate. Oh, you went to BMCC. I went to BMCC. Shout out to LinkedIn. Hey, I, <laughs> I went to BMCC. I hated that school. Nah, I mean, why? Why? They got some of the best student body that I can remember. What student bodies? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, what I'm saying what I do. What you like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have a lovely nursing program. Right. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. <laughs> like, well, I got the best student right. right. no, I mean, I mean, with me, it was just too much going on. Like, yeah. like school here, school there. Yo, I gotta go to that school. I gotta make it there in five minutes, and it's too damn cold. Yo, there's like a little bug on this table. You see it? Yeah, that's like a small. That's like a. I don't yeah. know what that is. It's like a citizen. A citizen? Yeah, it's his table. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I mean. <laughs> I went to BMCC. I didn't like it. I dropped out. Right. Did you feel like, did it help you in any way doing what you're trying to do? Was it? No. So? I felt like I, I knew more than the teachers. It's crazy. Because I started early. You know what I'm saying? I, I, as soon as I graduated, see, I was a mistake because it's, I should have took a few months off just to decide. Mm. I just went straight into right, the books. Right, right, right. So I didn't have time. I was just doing it just to do it. Which is status quo, which yeah. everybody but, but there was like, all right, so. Side note, there's this website, right? If you want to become a cop or whatever, you take these programs, you do get your credits, though. Hmm. Um, you do get your 60 credits. So, I forgot the name of it. So, if anybody's trying to do it, just search it. It's like American something. There you go. Um, that's it. Like, nah, man. You learn this shit by looking at learning from other people. Well, and I have these cats in the industry. I don't have... I'm in their high school diploma. Uh, shit. And nowadays too, it's like yo, you can learn like, especially with this, this um, this generation and this culture, like you can learn anything online. Like, yeah, YouTube is a major source for a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Anything that you in fashion and music, there's a lot of tools out there to help you. And if you have yeah. a passion for it, just show. If you, you have like, a passion for it, because what you learn in the books, I mean, they'll they'll show you how to learn certain things, but it's you're gonna be going book by like book by book. You're gonna be learning like. You're gonna sound like a robot. And people don't want a robot, you know? Yeah. They want someone that's creative. You know what I'm saying? Especially in marketing. Right, because you're never gonna excel or unless you're into like like HR or some shit like mainstream up there with numbers. I mean, shit is not a, I mean, it's important to go to school. It's, right. it's very important to go to school. But I would say learn it yourself. Grind yourself, you know. If you see someone and it's like that's doing it, just pick up a mentor that can show you ropes. Yo, that's that's a really um important important key like having mentorship yeah, like somebody who's walked someone, the road before you. Can you touch a little bit on on some of your mentors and you know what yeah. they've meant to to your yeah, career? Yo, my mentors and I have more than one. 
also have another one. His name is Calvin Coffey. Mm. Back in the day, OG at Double uh, XL. Mm, okay. So I learned. I also learned from him too. You know, on the magazine side, like he was a, he was the editor, the fashion editor, pretty much for question. Um, he was always like all my mentors are like big brothers. So they, I always had male figure mentor because. They just knew too much, and I had to make sure no dude got over me in the industry. Mm. So I'm like, well, this is my mentor. That's my brother. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, once I said their names, they were like, all right, I'm going to fall back. Because it's not, like, if you don't know, like, pretty much, I want you to take them seriously. If you can't take them seriously, then don't work with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not one of those girls, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a, I'm a woman at this. And I'm about my fucking business. Right. I'm about my business. Don't try to play me. That's yeah. it. So just, I would say, right. Don't play yourself. Guy or girl, you know what I'm saying? Like right. this industry have a lot of uh, pedophiles and shit. They will try to harass you. Like it doesn't matter. They they will try to suck the life out of you. I can see so, that. It's crazy. And in 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 turn, have you um had an opportunity so far to be a mentor to somebody? Yeah, a few people. I, I just give knowledge, like, um, give them knowledge on certain things, you know what I'm saying? They follow me, they want to come with me, run around with me, I don't mind. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'll introduce you. Mm-hmm. And, but I'll be like, yo, this is my homie, like, look out for them. Yeah. It will never be like, yo, this is my intern. Nah, I don't do that to people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it makes them look like, yo, you downgrading me. Mm-hmm. I, w- I wanted to touch on too, um, since you're in presently like the fashion mer- merchandising industry and you just have a wealth of knowledge and there's, there's so many brands out here trying to um, to get on or whatnot and, you know, do the whole uh, taking their brand to agenda and, you know, going through that whole process. Um, I wanted to ask you, what, um, with these flux- influx of new designers, um, what should they do to separate themselves as far as clothing lines to, you know, to... To, to start a movement and to be able right. to build and go to gender and get their boosts and get buyers. What should a designer do now to separate themselves? You know what? It's crazy. All right. So with designers and some people just trying to get their brand started, it takes a few years, but um, think always think ahead in time of fashion and what's coming out. Look overseas. Don't look at what's going on in the U.S. Mm. because we're behind in the U.S. as well. Doesn't matter where you're at in the US, but pretty much our style come from overseas. Oh wow. So they're way ahead of us and I will look at see what they're designing. Um and not to be on the same page with everybody. You just wanna look you wanna be different. So everybody right now is pretty much just the same. Right. You know what I'm saying? But um looking at like brands in like Korea. Looking looking at brands in Korea. They're right now, like, way up there. Super true. I just so, followed um, GQ Korea. Yeah, I, I, that's, that's the only, I mean, you have, you have Europe and stuff, but Korea is it Korea right now. Korea is Uh-huh. Okay. So it's learning from them, um, just the trade of it, because our quality, our quality of shit that we get, everything's pretty much made in China. That's what mm. I always say. Like, mm. I forgot who said it. He's like, if everything's made in China, I'll be Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, I forgot who said it, but it was one of those lines. That was, I'm from Brooklyn, son. Right. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, you always have to think quality. You know? Right. Um, you can make a t shirt, 
everybody makes t-shirts. You know what I'm saying? But it's how you how you get it out there. You start out selling that shit in the street if you have to. Figure it out. We we didn't have all the social media back in the day. We was out on the streets. Right. So we was door to door. So Do you think um social media kind of robs the mystique of brands? Because but prior to the social revolution, you had to if you saw somebody wearing something new, it took a little while for you, especially if you were you, yeah, you know I what I mean? Blame you Mm-hmm. I blame Carmelo. <laughs> they had everything. Where did you get that? Oh, Carmelo. Okay. Yeah, 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 but you know, social media did take that whole element of enjoying the time to go shopping. Right. Because people don't like like shopping anymore. People are like, well, I'm gonna just order that. If, I don't, if it doesn't fit, I'll just return it to the store. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It takes away that experience, and it's and it's and it sucks because it's bad for the competitors that are trying to sell. And build off their stores, they can't even do that anymore on some real shit. Right. Like stores are going out of business. Definitely, brick and mortar stores are definitely going yeah. out of business. Do you um? Who's, who's going out of business? Macy's is closing down a hundred stores. Yeah, that's crazy. So it's like if they're closing down a hundred stores, nobody has hope. Uh, yeah, that's that's Macy's. <laughs> because Macy's been around forever. That's right. Uh, so yes, um, online they don't give you that experience. They just. It's just a click away, pretty much. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm more like, I, I want to see what's going on. I want to feel the material before I buy it. Right, right. True, true, So, true. it takes away pretty much everything. It seems like you gravitate towards um, more street culture brands. Is that by design or that's just what you I mean, feel? I mean, that's that's just by what I'm feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like, like I said, I like to cater to our home. You know what I'm saying? I, I have experience of working with other people, but... I just feel like it's more fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to deal with people being uptight around the office and shit like that. Right. I like to have fun. Right, you know what I'm right. saying? I don't like people being serious and stiff. That's how you produce your yeah. best work too. When right. Atmosphere is cool. Uh, like, sorry, I don't know, like being at the office right now, I'm, that shit gives me a headache. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm like. I got to get back outside because yeah. I don't like being in the box. I just feel like no one can control me but me. Uh, Free spirit. That's what's yeah. up. Uh, do you um, as far as even like um, just going back to this new designers and new brand owners, do you feel like it's wise for them to just have an online store, or should they try to get their clothing in different stores as well, to different I mean, actual physical stores they could walk into? I mean, it's like it's kind of hard. I mean, they can do that, but yo, the stores rotate. Like so many brands, like brands, you can have one brand here one day and then then it loses like the next day. Like I talk to the stores all day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, you better take this brand to your store. The brand's doing well, you know what I'm saying? But they'll tell me what's going on on, on their side. Like mm-hmm. sometimes it's best to not have a, have your stuff in stores and make it like a premium line and just sell that shit yourself. Mm-hmm. Some people have their own store. They'll have that one store. You don't see like Supreme everywhere. It just has right. one store here. Absolutely. Out what in Japan and in somewhere else, mm-hmm. so it's it's better to have to build and have your own location. And how long would you say did it take? Like since the new brand started six months ago, okay. when did they get to the point where they can start looking into getting into the agendas and you know potentially looking for bigger buyers? How does that? Yo, it's go? crazy. Some people just jump to agenda thinking that this shit is hot. Well, I just get a booth yeah. and expect to get. Yeah, because they pay for the booth. 
No, it takes a while because like, you have to build your brand. People aren't gonna buy sh- your shit as a agenda if they don't know what artist is rocking it because they always want to know what art artist is wearing stuff. Mm-hmm. Fashion um, surrounds itself by music, so mm-hmm. people pretty much, if that artist is not wearing this clothes brand, I don't want it. So it's all about what the artist is wearing or what's on TV. Gotcha. Dang, that's that's actually kind of crazy because I mean it makes Puma, sense. Who was but... rocking Puma before Rihanna? Mad old heads. Mad old heads <laughs> Europeans. Yeah, you're right. Mad old heads sure. Europeans. Right. Right. That was it because you didn't have the youth rocking that shit. Mm. Pretty much, it goes for um water brand Adidas. So you made Adidas hot. So you absolutely need that. Artist cosign. You need that cosign by the artist. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You need right. this to pop up in a video and pop up in it need to anything. Gosh. Like there's like people coming out with apps. Like I forgot this company that I sat down with. They came out with an app, right? Pretty much they'll have like you'll see the artist wearing the clothes, and it'll be on the screen. Like you can buy that 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 hoodie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking like, about. I'm like, yo, this shit is crazy, but. I understand what they're doing. They're going to make money off of that because it's just dumb. Because people, that's what people... Yeah. Also, if I'm correct, that app also shows you, like, the... um the alternative, like the ones that kind of look like the brand, yep. but it's not the exact brand. It's, it's like... The cost. You're right. Hey, so, the cost right. is definitely... That, um, liquor brands, they all, they're all going to jump onto this because pretty much that's what you see in every video right now. You see a whole bunch of bottles... Brands mm-hmm. and females. That's crazy. So it's like people don't even know what they like until they talk. Right. So. You're told what to buy. You're mm. told to like this. For the people who are the followers. Yeah. You know what I mean? People who don't really have their own style. You're That's right, Trav. Separate like, yourself, yo, baby. You're told, you're, you're told, to get, you're told to get your body done. <laughs> like, it's mm. crazy. That's it's like so much. Yeah. You know, I don't hate on those because if they got the money, why not? Spurs, do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. It's not my body. But I would waste my money on something more. Like I'm, I'm crazy. I love cars. I, I love cars. So give me a nice ass car. That's it. <laughs> what kind of house? What, what, what's your dream car? All right. So I like Lamborghinis. Mm, I like the G, the the, the G wagon. I always like the G wagon. Say the G wagon. Let me tell you why though. But everybody is everybody is really now catching on to it. But I like that shit from the H to the Izzo video. Back in the day. Jay Z, H to the Izzo video. Come on, man. Chrome shit. Yeah. Right. That's like, yo, come on. Yo. I was just picking up on that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that shit back in the day. Mm-hmm. That was my go to car. I was like, Damn, don't that irk your soul? People just be on stuff and then you be like, ah, where were you? Right. <laughs> you're still in your mom's womb. <laughs> and you got that shit. <laughs> now, can I have a clothing line now to this day? Can that make you a millionaire? Is there still potential in that to make you... I mean, unless you're an artist. Like, if you're... Like, there's people that I know right now that... um They're struggling right now trying to get their stuff out there. And they, have, like, to, they, have, and they, years, and they right? have it for years. So, people always have, like, a second or third job. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. they spend so much money on working on their goals, which is, is great. You know what I'm saying? But it hurts at the same time because you're trying to make it and you can't. Yeah. Because there's like other brands out there that are just kicking your ass, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it sucks because it shouldn't be that way. And like it goes back to the whole 
social media right. because if we didn't really have that and people was just going to stores and seeing how the material and stuff feel, then they'll probably buy it. And, yeah. and I'm sure the person will end up being a millionaire or more, you know what I'm saying? Right. Without having an artist co-sign. You know, so exactly. it's, it's just, the business is, is like how you say wishy-washy, it's like up and down, you know what I'm saying? Right. You just never know. See, that's why I'm about to plug this in, shameless plug. The reserve is coming September 25, 25th. 25th. For a lot of emerging designers and prominent designers who have clothing lines who you know, want to present it in a different way. You know, we, we, we're providing a space, uh, a creative atmosphere for you to present your, your line, your product, your service to uh, to our audience, to a dope audience who are interested and they want to build with you and support you. So check that out, that new series, uh, that new series coming out, new event series coming out on Jewish Society. I'm pretty sure we're going to have Desi coming for a few of the joints and, you know, show you. Guys should do like uh videos though like mm. shut it down with videos not on youtube because youtube is shutting that shit down i don't know if y'all heard shutting down the whole like um they have like any mainstream videos that they're doing as far as like contouring and like people acting crazy on youtube mm. they're trying to shut it down like people are not gonna be making their money off of youtube yeah yo anymore. google want all that money yeah. They're about to start making people sign 360s in a minute. Yeah. It's coming out. <laughs> the whole music business, everything is changing. Like Frank Ocean kind of, you know, he switched the game up too. Because now artists, the labels are getting obsolete. Now artists can just take, I have this collection of work, I have my body of work, there's a demand for it. Now I can just take it straight to Apple. Right. Apple Music and right. release it there and do a deal with them. I don't need the labels to, um, you know, to conduct that deal anymore. I don't Yo. need that. Because they're not selling CDs. Exactly. What are they selling? You know what I mean? I feel like... You buy the shit off of iTunes, you're good. You know what I'm saying? Like, all my music is in my iPhone. Okay. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be, like, another crash on that end of the spectrum. Because previously, you needed, like, all these organizations and businesses to pump your product. And now everybody realizes, okay, like I can be a self-sustaining unified team, right. then we can do this like guerrilla marketing and stuff. Right. But it's kind of like there's no balance. So if everybody's running to this end of the seesaw, it's gonna, you know what I'm saying? That's when uh, Microsoft come back and hit them with the bam. You know what I'm saying? But you know, like I said, they'll figure that shit out. That's not my forte, but I do mm. love. I just love the whole situation of trying to figure out shit online when it comes to like music. You know, on the music side. You know what I'm saying? When you can be your own. Right. Because the labels used to take all your money and run with it. And yeah. you never used to see a dime. You know? Exactly. And it's like, they live living how they want to live now. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not mad with right. the, the power of getting back. Matter of fact, that's what we advocate at Drew Society anyway. The power of going back to the artists, going back to the creators, and taking that power back. Especially, you know, just even doing it for... Um, um, you know what? I, what? I, what the people before us had to go through for us, you know, even get to this point, and we can even do a podcast and produce it right. and put it out on our own, you know, our right. own platforms. Like you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing right now. So we're gonna we're gonna keep going with this. So, what can we expect from you in the uh, next coming months? Oh man, a few good projects coming up. Um, something like certain projects in the works right now. Can't really throw it out there yet. Um, I feel it. But um. We're working with a few good people, and it should be it should be something that everybody should hear about. Okay, so dope. Nice. I'm just trying to just put it together. Like I got some good people that I'm working with right now. Nice. So I got a piggyback question that you can 
answer. You might need to snitch a little bit. Okay. Um, where where is uh Desi Nitty in the next five years? I'm running my own shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not shit. So, I'm running my own shit. I'm not. I'm not work. I'm not making money for these other companies. I want to make my own money. And I'm tired. Like I do it now because it's like it helps pay the bills, but I want my shit to help pay for my future. Mm. So it's just building and making that platform for myself and for my future. Full service platform. Full maybe. service, pretty much giving it my all. You know, I work with the, I work with the brand. I'm not in any contract with these people. It's just they pay me a check and that's it. I go walk out anytime I want. Mm-hmm. So, gotcha. it's all good. That's what's up. Where uh, can we find you on the uh, social media? On the internet. Oh, on the, yeah. on the you internet. Know, oh my God, you know what? I, I gotta start snapping more. Because mm. uh, I'm, I'm fucking funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm really I'm a clown I like to prank on people but you can find me on Instagram Desi D-E-S-S-I underscore N-I-T-T-I and I'm the real nitty like real nitty I'm the fake nitty mm. right and also I mean you know I might change it to Des you never know you know what I'm saying Desi <laughs> Des, Des Desi but you know Desi underscore nitty at you know Instagram that's what it is that's what it is alright well yo, it was great talking to Desi nitty you uh, have Gracious to have you on the Driven Minds podcast and uh, look out for more stuff from her. And um, we'll, we'll speak to you guys very soon. Word, stay driven. Stay driven. Peace.